Engine Inspection presents Going Ultra! This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. Find all my work at mjmunoz.com. Welcome to Going Ultra. Visit mjmunoz.com GU for notes and links. And don't forget to subscribe, like, share, and comment to help me grow. So this is a little unexpected. This is uh, the first episode of me talking about SSSS.Dynazion. Dynazion. Anyway, Dynazanon is the sequel to SSSS.Gridman, done by no other than Studio Trigger, and it's a Super Ag co-production. Um, so, anyway, I've entitled this episode Something is Wrong with Me after the quote Something is Wrong with Me from uh, Manabi, I believe, or Manami. Manami, like Manami Kotaro, but not. Anyway, um... So, I'm following a similar format, and anyway, it's interesting. I started going ultra with SSSS.Gridman, uh, the anime. Well, yeah, that's what it is, duh, because the other one was called Gridman the, you know, whatever hero. Um, the Hyper Agent? Anyway, so, uh, I started going ultra with that, and then it got me into Ultraman, and now I'm back, uh, with a sequel series for Gridman, or SSSS.Gridman, which is pretty cool. Anyway, here we go. I'm gonna go ahead and start talking about it. I'm gonna talk about the things I didn't like, then I'll talk about the things I did like. Oh, I came up with a cool SSSSS thing for it. But I don't remember what it was. It was like, um, like static, uh, spectacle, um, soul, and I don't know what the last one was. I was going to say speculation, but speculation and spectacle have the same root word, so I don't really want to use that. But for now, I'm going to talk about the things I didn't like, the stuff that was super cool visually, the stuff that felt deeper profound, because uh, that's what I'm into. Uh, that's the thing in anime that hooks me every single time. Uh, then there's the Sakuga stuff too, but you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> I, I could live without it. It's just a great bonus to have. Anyway, um, and then I'll talk about, I don't know, maybe speculation stuff, but I, I, I'm not sure I'm ready to speculate in this first episode. So, SSSS.Dynazion is a pretty interesting show. Uh, there were some things I didn't like about it. I didn't like the redhead girl. Like, <laughs> uh, she's pretty hardcore lolly bait. So, like, I'm, I'm just, I don't know. I, am I talking about this as a tokusatsu show? Am I talking about this as an anime? I don't know. Uh, despite the fact that I feel like the operation overall is pretty classy, like stuff with Akane, they got pretty pretty sketchy, pretty skeevy with it uh, in uh, Gridman, Gridman. Um, and like, you know, Super Eye is usually classier than that, but maybe because it's animated, it's trigger, they're like, look, guys, we trust you, you know what to do. Um, like, I mean, I'm a married man, my wife and I watched Gridman together, but like, you know, uh, Akane and, was it Riku? Was the girl, the, the other, uh, the, the, with the dark hair? Um, like, they're definitely like, you know, waifu bait or whatever. Um, you know, there's the appealing elements of them, where, like, I'm not gonna deny that I have eyes that I can see, and that I have certain tastes or whatever, but like, um... I, I don't know. And, and even one of the uh, one of the four or five, you know, whatever people who became you know vehicles uh, in Gridman, um, like one of them was kind of a lolly type little girl in a suit. But like I don't know, the fact that she was in a suit made it okay. But this this uh, little lolly redhead, like I don't know, she tripped me out. She bothered me a little bit. Um, it definitely felt like they're going harder into the anime aesthetic, especially with like how Goma's dressed too, like his belly's out, <laughs> like a little half shirt and whatever, uh, like bandage crop top. Um, like, I, I also didn't like Goma's outfit, I'll, I'll say that right now. I liked his personality, I liked the, uh, the voice actors before, the seiyuu, I was so into the seiyuu, sorry. <laughs> um, I, I would have preferred to watch a dub. I didn't like that it wasn't a dub. There's a, there's a splinter, or a, uh, a, a, a bit of static for me there. Um, so, 
Yeah, I mean, there, there's just a couple elements I didn't like. The the weird, like, neat type guy that um, the Lolly lives with, uh, I, I don't know what to make of him. I was actually bothered that she didn't get in the mech because uh, they kind of seemed like a unit. You know, they were on the phone while he was inside of the mech, and, you know, that's okay, or Dinazion. Anyway, um, I'm. it just it bothers me. I don't know why it bothered me. Uh, the fact that it's a four-person team for the combining robot instead of five, uh, I don't know. And also, like, it, I wanted to call this an ultra show. It's not really an ultra show, maybe, because it's like a spinoff of a spinoff of an ultra show. So it feels kind of weird to talk about it here on, on Going Ultra, but I'm still going to stick with it. Anyway, so this, those are the things I didn't like. Uh, the visuals were spectacular. Oh, I didn't like that there was like the, uh, almost like some scenes in G Gundam, Mobile Fighter G Gundam, of course, uh, where it's like almost like a painting or like an airbrush painting of the mecha. I didn't really like that. Um, I didn't really like the CGI kaiju. There was a CGI kaiju in group. I didn't like it then either, okay? Um, I don't know if they all continue to be CGI, but the CGI was jarring in comparison with the animation, the 2D animation here, and I didn't like that. Although, whatever they did for that, like, black and purple, like, shadow empty Dinazion as it was being summoned, that was super dope. I suspect that was some CGI, but I don't know for sure. Uh, anyway, um... Yeah, the visuals were spectacular. I love the transforming robot thing that it turned into. Um, if you've, well, anyway, I really like uh, how it's like an old school transformation. I'm thinking more like Jew Ranger, Power Ranger type stuff, where there's the open, exposed, like train buckle thingies going on in between the stuff. And there's this really cool scene where, like, a chain shot out and it hooked to another thing, and then these like sleeves of metal that were each like a portion long. It was like four segments of metal. Uh, shaft that were hollow that covered this chain, I guess so the chain doesn't bind or something, but the chain shot forth first and it hooked onto the thing and then those things came ramming down and they slapped into position uh, because I'm assuming they're like um, like pitched or <laughs> like they fit into one another. I'm not really a mechanical uh, engineering type of guy. Um, I only do manual labor because I have to because uh, I can't afford to pay people for everything. Um, so like, anyway... <laughs> I've been building a fence this week in addition to trying to do all this stuff for Rider Week and Going Ultra, you know, two episodes of Going Ultra this week, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, um, but, like, some things hook me with how they show, like, the engineering aspects or the mechanical aspects. Like, uh, there's another show I really like in anime. It's um, Galaxy uh, Railways, and they have this cool... Uh, sequence where they show every time of like the train the train going through the engine check sequence or like in um, In Ultraman Z where they have like open the fourth gate open the fourth gate And there's the guys waving orange glow sticks and stuff around in order to get the mecha up or like in Evangelion I've released the you know final safety grid like that stuff really gets me. I don't know why and that um, That I don't know weird mechanical dude uh, thing like really hit me hard in this watching that you know transformation scene even though it was weird it wasn't I guess was it when they were shifting from the standard Dinazion to like the Dinazion Rex or whatever it's called that could have been when that uh, when that stuff was popping up but that was super cool and I don't even like I mean I like that stuff but I think I only like that stuff because of how cool it looks but I have no other reason to like that like I don't like trains I don't really I'm not into to mecha um, per se, or like, like cars don't interest me, uh, like at all, I can't even tell what most cars are unless I see like the Mercedes-Benz or BMW logo on them or whatever, um, but like, I don't know, for some reason in animation, uh, or, you know, in a, like a tokusatsu scene, like, it kind of hooks me, like, oh, that's cool, like, you know, the knees pop off of this thing, or that opens, and there's like electricity, and it's sparking and bringing these two things together, so like, I don't know, it's funny to me that it's a, a, a an Ultraman spinoff, but it's like with a mecha, um, and it also strikes me as odd, uh, 
and this is kind of something I enjoy, but it just kind of tickles me, that it's like a mecha show, but the mecha's already formed together as a thing, and then it needs to pull in separate pilots. So it's like, what do they call it? Like robot gatai, like a combination robot? Uh, except like it's a robot that's, you know, already its thing. It's already made. It's a ready-made combo robot, but it brings forth these disparate people together uh, in one thing. I Before I go into, I can feel myself going into the, the soulful stuff. Um, one other thing I liked is that the, uh, the slice of life elements were pretty good. Um, very dramatic, very tense, very like, uh, I don't know, it made me feel like I was living in a small town. It reminded me of Persona 4. Like, uh, like this isn't necessarily Inaba, but I think Gridman was, well, no, I mean, because this said Cityscape too, but it felt like countryside. So, like, they're in the suburbs or whatever, and there's a, you know, city or, or, or something near them. Because, you know, there's buildings that were getting crushed and whatnot, but they seem to be looking at it through, like, a magnifying, or not magnifying glass, but like a telescope. So they're kind of far away. They're on, more on the outskirts, like I said, the suburbs, the suburban area. Anyway, that kind of, uh, that kind of was nice. It felt homey. Um, and I like that. I like that more homey feel to it all. Okay, so, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and talk about some of the, the deeper stuff here. So, uh, Minami is a damaged person. There is, right before the episode started, or maybe after, I can't remember if it was before or after it said, uh, the episode title, which is, uh, What is a Kaiju User? Um which Yoma's a kaiju user, he was trying to, uh, well I read this on the wiki unfortunately, he was trying to capture, I mean I read that but I, I implicitly knew that when he did the thing where he uh, did the the Kohen, you know, finger split the Vulcan, live long and prosper, when he did that he was trying to capture the kaiju and control it to make it go away or whatever, I don't know, but um, it was interesting during the fight he said something like, is this kaiju him or is this the kaiju, is this the one I'm looking for, um, it was kind of interesting, anyway, uh, I really Doug seeing Manami's oh uh, uh, scarred souls shine like stars s s s s star scarred souls shine like stars I love that there's something like moody and very teenager and dramatic about that statement and about s s s s meaning that in the context of this show although maybe it'll have a different meaning each time just like I'm uh, uh, trying to steal the SSSS thing and use it to uh, to guide me through uh, this episode. And by the way, I'm going long. Probably I'll go like 15 minutes because this is the first episode. I've always got a lot to say first episodes and then I, I will try to keep it down between the, the 5 to 10 minutes that I've, I'm trying to shoot for with all these uh, all these analyses. Anyway, um, so that was really cool. But uh, more of the soulful stuff to get through. Manami is obviously a, a damaged individual. And I guess I'm just going to jump straight ahead to like the point and then I'll go backwards and I'll try to uh, support my point after I've made it. So I think the scarred souls shine like stars thing, and I think the fact that uh, we have like a complete combination robot that was technically incomplete until it pulled in a bunch of misfits and then maybe one good guy um, being Yoma. Yomo? Yomo? What's his name? I think that was Yomo. Anyway, uh, the blue-haired guy with the orange eyes. Anyway, um... Manami's a damaged soul. The neat is obviously not. Uh, not well, anyway, the neat is obviously not where he probably should be in life. The lolly, who's pretending to be his cousin, or who literally is his cousin, but who she calls senpai. I don't know if cousins call each other senpai or not. Um, but anyway, uh, like she seems weird too. Like they both ditch school, and I don't like school. Okay, I'm just saying, per like the usual way the world goes. They're both not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Minami is dealing with the death of her sister. Uh, her father was like, I mean, it sounded like he was yelling at his mom, uh, his wife about like, come on, how long are 
you're gonna keep mourning over our daughter and isn't it time to clean out her room and like we have to move on and like Minami asks to borrow something from her room and while she's in there she hears them talking about this stuff uh, and she takes this weird charm that's this like black onk it's metal it's like a black onk and a white onk uh, or you know dark metal onk and a silverish onk uh, combined together looped in together they almost look like they're supposed to be a puzzle but then again they don't they look like they're supposed to be uh, like a charm or something anyway um, but she's got these two onks that she takes from her sister and she carries them with her like kind of throughout the rest of the episode but anyway like she's a damaged person um, you know she says there is something wrong with her uh, she keeps breaking people promises to these guys asking them out and then not showing up but it's weird she was right around the, the corner from from whatever his name is from Yogo and Goma found her like 20 feet away like a, a minute away he was running and he found her and she was like she wasn't even really watching him maybe she saw that he was there and she was just chilling and then she'd pop out and see him every now and then while while yoga was waiting there for her i don't know exactly what her game was but like she is a damaged person and it did seem like at one point like the t-rex thing popped out because of a reaction that she was having so anyway i don't know what they're trying to build or what they're trying to say but they're it seems like they're definitely going with something about this like group of misfits working uh in this mecca together maybe to grow maybe to come to become better people or maybe it's like the like the bitterness or the the edge that they get from being uh you know misfits and broken people that's going to give them the power to uh fight off these kaiju and save the city or whatever i don't know i don't exactly know what that is but i am i am interested in, i am intrigued to see what exactly happens and to know who these people are and to know what their deal is so that alone is going to have me going and the mecha stuff was all cool so uh, i'm not really going to speculate about the future except for i think uh there will be some you know minor character growth arc for all of them or maybe they this is happening in the real world and they uh, you know unlike uh, the other show and uh they will end up uh you know having like definitive arcs and growing as people so i don't know I, i'm interested to see that but that's all i have to say for now i encourage you to go Check out mjmunos.com slash gu for my Going Ultra stuff. I'm talking about Ultraman Z there. I talked about SSSS.Gridman there as well. It originally aired on the Toll Network, trialofheroes.wordpress.com, where you can hear Laser Knees and uh, uh, the Uncommon Cast RX, as well as Writer Jump every now and then, and some other stuff that they do there. Uh, Aleph and Sonar are cool people, and they talk about cool stuff. So anyway, um, but yeah, go to mjmunos.com. Uh, maybe attached to the link for this, I'll have a script I wrote for a... a Tokusatsu inspired uh, graphic novel. I'm writing a uh, basically Ultraman inspired uh, children's picture book right now. I'm working on the manuscript for that. Uh, God willing, I will have it done by the end of April and then I'll be able to submit it to an artist. So, like, you can stick around and check out that. Um, I have lots of uh, Tokusatsu review type stuff. So, if you're into this, I've also uh, reviewed some anime um, a little bit. It's there on mgmoons.com. Just look for it hard throughout all the podcasts. Oh, Mobile Fighters Jigenum. I, I talked all about that show. Uh, awesome show. Love it. Um, I had a lot of fun talking about it. So, uh, anyway, I'll be sticking around with this. I have no idea how long Dinazion is going to be. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping 12 to 13 episodes because I'm kind of pausing my uh, Concrete Revolution uh, review and analysis while I'm doing this because that's just too much for me to do at one time. Unless you want to support me and give me a bunch of money to, to keep hearing me talk about this stuff, then you know I'd be I'd be able to take hours off of work to uh, to do this kind of stuff. So anyway. I'm going to go ahead and get out of here. I'm going to remind you that you don't have to shout henshin to be a hero. And with that, I'm going to leave you with peace and blessings. This is MJ signing out.